listening to The Gender Rebels. I'm Kathleen, a cis woman and ally. And I'm Faith, a trans woman. Gender Rebels is a question and answer podcast that explores life outside the gender binary. A big thanks to our Patreon supporters. If you'd like to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gender rebels. Hey everyone, I'm Kath. And I'm Faith. Faith, do we have any new patrons to thank? We do. We have Yay! some awesome new patrons. We have... Eli Bosnick's favorite sex friend. Eli Bosnick's favorite sex friend? Yes, indeed. That was the name they provided. Eli Bro- Bosnick's favorite sex friend. How lucky are we to have Eli Bosnick's favorite sex friend yeah. as a supporter? So if you're Eli Bosnick, tell your sex friend. Your favorite sex favorite friend. Favorite sex friend. Thank you. Yes. Who else? We also have Kari. Kari, thank you. Kari T. And we have Niels. Niels HP. Thank you, Niels. We have Amber F. Amber F, you're awesome. We have Kirk F. Kirk F, you're awesome. We have Robert S. Robert S. Sebastian R. Sebastian R. Um, Sebastian R just upped their Patreon amount, but we can give him another thank you. Rock and roll, Sebastian! And Alyssa, who also was already a patron, but who's who we forgot to send a flag to. So Alyssa, if you're listening, and I hope you are, we'll be sending a flag to you. We're sorry we didn't send it in the first package, but it'll be on, it'll be on its way very, very soon. Definitely. Babe. Yeah. Faith. Yeah. I got a question. Yeah, go ahead. I'm thinking about gay anthems. Um, yes. It came up last year at the Philly Trans Wellness Conference, actually, mm. because we had protesters out in front. And yes. so we just hid them behind huge trans flags. Okay. Basically, those picture backdrops. And then someone had a little amplifier and played gay anthems. And they played Lady Gaga's Born This Way. Okay. And Katy Perry's Firework. And... Um, uh some madonna stuff and uh it was awesome and great but Katy perry is not gay not that i'm aware of she did have that i kissed a girl song i hated that song there was a better i kissed a girl song in the 90s (laughs) um i don't know what lady gaga's deal is um i'm pretty sure madonna's not gay i don't think i think pretty sure madonna's straight there's a lot of straight artists making queer art. There are. And that kind of goes back to your whole Judy Garland's and your Bette Midler's and your Barbra Streisand's, which I think is, is sort of the gay gay men were kind of deciding what was what was de rigueur for gay culture. And I think they kind of decided that these divas mm-hmm. these bombastic and like very uh strong-willed you know women mm-hmm. performers mm-hmm. would be kind of gay icons and i think that got extended to madonna and i think people like Katy perry and lady gaga i think lady gaga definitely absolutely definitely. was trying to um take you know get in on that oh, yeah. action and yeah. uh katie perry i've heard Katy perry and madonna referred to as straight or like female drag queens oh i heard that because in college very, about marilyn monroe yeah they're very much like so now okay so real quick and we can discuss both of these things yeah. but is there a difference between a gay icon especially if you're talking about sort of the traditional judy garland thing versus uh a performer who is deliberately 
marketing themselves towards a gay audience as opposed to one that is sort of picked up by that is a tricky thing i don't know lady gaga's sexuality i don't know how she identifies um i think we're gonna take a moment out for a quick google search i think she might identify bisexual i think you might be right lady gaga lady gaga identifies bisexual okay so she at least gets so she's one of us. All she's right, one she's of good. us. She's yeah, good. she's in the community. She gets uh, Katy Perry. I don't believe she ever has. No. Um, Look it up. I'm not able to quickly find any information about her being gay. Okay. Or not. Okay. But, yeah, what I, I think there is, for a long time, there has been... There's a lot of there's a lot of queer people in the arts. Yes. And for a long time there have been queer there's been so many like great periods. Like Andy Warhol's Factory is one of my favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, there were so many trans women and you know, gay people. Andy Warhol was gay, Lou Reed was bi and mm-hmm. like um all these queer people in that. Uh the the Fin de Cicle in, you know, turn of the century Paris, you had people like Colette's mm-hmm. and and things like that. Or you had Berlin in the 1920s mm-hmm. and Weimar Republic Berlin. So there are all these kind of like cool, creative, underground scenes that were very queer. And mm-hmm. I think that had a huge influence. And I think the musical theater community also had a huge influence. Influence on what? Gay culture. Just gay culture. Gay culture. Okay. Okay. And I think on popular music, too. Okay. Mm-hmm. I-, I think it had a huge influence on popular music. So that... All of that kind of stirs together to create a kind of idea where queerness is sort of cool mm-hmm. in in music. Okay. You have people like Prince being sort of queer. Yes. Uh, even though I believe he was completely straight, but mm-hmm. he, you know, sort of definitely had a very feminine look and, and he things played like with that. It. Yeah, he was yeah. Uh, willing to appear. You had people like David Bowie, of course, who gender and sexuality do not even apply to because he <laughs> transcends above and beyond both. Yes. Uh, I, David David Bowie identified bisexual as well in this in like the seventies when that meant a lot mm-hmm. to come out as bisexual. So then, let's set aside the gay artists for mm-hmm. now and the bisexual artists and the um. Let's just think about the straight girls and straight, the straight guys. Straight cis, straight cis performers. Yes, writing songs presumably. For a gay audience mm-hmm. or uh, hoping to become the next gay anthem. Should we just uh, cut to the chase? What? And just talk about this? Go. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, there's been a whole thing in the news. The New York Times uh, came out with their headline. For Taylor Swift, is ego stronger than pride? Three writers, to- this is from an article. Link Did down below. Three art. Three writers discuss her. You need to calm down. Video, which is populated with LGBTQ celebrities. Not everyone sees it as a celebration. And of course, the Onion, which I love this headline: Taylor Swift inspires teen to come out as straight woman, needing to be at center of gay rights narrative. <laughs> so Taylor Swift, um, of Taylor Swift fame, mm-hmm. uh, basically, you know, this week. Uh, she decided to jump into Pride very heavily, and she wrote she wrote released a song from her new album called "You Need to Calm Down." She also did an impromptu surprise performance at Stonewall Inn. Mm-hmm. Stonewall, of course, being very important. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know what Stonewall is, just 
listen to our previous previous episode Two and weeks ago we talked just about google it. it or be involved in the world please <laughs> <laughs> so um some people t- i i listened to the song did you listen to the song i have not yet listened to the you song. have not listened to the song to me it was so taylor swift came out with this song that was sort of kind of gay rightsy and sort of anti-hate mm-hmm. to me in a very bland way mm-hmm. <laughs> in like in like a very sort of dipping her toe in not very strongly condemning, condemning anything not very strongly standing up for anything and the title it, refers to people who are homophobic yeah you need to calm you down. need to calm down as the, yeah. the homophobes and the haters the haters who got to hate, hate, hate. Right. Need to calm down because people are going to be gay. And to me, it's sort of the protest aspect of it is like, it reminds me of that Pepsi commercial, the Caitlyn Jenner, not Caitlyn Jenner, Kylie Jenner. One of the Pepsi, one of the Kardashians. some Kardashian yeah. Pepsi commercial where they were like, they had the protest and the cops are show up and then the, yeah. the protester gives the cop a Pepsi and everyone is like, yay, Pepsi. No, the Kardashian gives the cop a Pepsi. Oh, the Kardashian and she solves the... everything yes. forever. And the protest, the protest signs are all like, join the conversation. And <laughs> love. Yeah. Nothing like Black Lives Matter, which is no. what I'm pretty sure That's, it was that about. That was the big protest at the time. Yeah. And and so I so feel, you feel it's tone I feel deaf. like Taylor Swift saying not necessarily tone deaf, just that it's not really boldly taking a stance. Okay. It's kind of wishy washy in okay. that it's. I grew up on punk rock. Okay, mm-hmm. punk when it when it needs to make a point makes a friggin' point. Okay, and it does so in a fuck your attitude, I don't give a shit what you think kind of way. Okay, but Katy Perry is not a punk rock. Well, Taylor has, Swift. Taylor sorry. Swift. Taylor no, Swift Taylor has, Swift is definitely not a punk and rocker. And she has never uh, purported no, she never, to be. No, nor has yeah. she ever been. And I do know that Taylor Swift definitely, I know she didn't come out politically. I say use the term come out. But she was very, kept her cards very close to her chest mm-hmm. about how she felt politically for a very long time. And again, because she came out of country music mm. and a lot of her supporters were... Of the rural Republican variety. Yes. A lot of her fans. And so she didn't want to really piss off her fans, left or right. So she definitely kept her cards close to her chest as far as that. Mm-hmm. I understand she's been a little, she's been fairly pro-gay mm-hmm. in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, pro-gay rights and things like that. But she did, pr- just prior to the midterm elections, posted a big thing on her Instagram of like, I'm supporting Democrats for these reasons. And so I see this a little bit as that mm-hmm. of like, I'm Taylor Swift. I'm going to try to jump in and and be like, it's Pride, so let's have a happy gay rights song. I don't think it like. I mean, yeah, yeah. Continue. I don't think it's as bold as she thinks it is. Hmm. But That's I do think she's trying to take a pro gay stance. Yeah. And I do think that a lot of the people who are criticizing her. Have a point. It does feel a little bit like Warner Brothers or whoever her record company is yeah. are the ones being like, we'll just market Taylor during Pride. So it feels manufactured and packaged. Yeah. The same okay. way that Loft Loft has their, like, Ann Taylor Loft has their, like, Pride for Summer um, mm-hmm. posters up on their stores so that they can sell their shirts that hide your gut. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> it's what they do, I buy and they shirts. know it. I need shirts so, like me that. too. Okay, so, yeah. I enjoy meatball sandwiches a little more than I should. <laughs> um, so I feel like uh, people are feeling like this is Warner Brothers Music or whoever her record company is. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna look it up. Okay, Universal. A lot of people are feeling like Universal Music's marketing department has set this up so that Taylor can take advantage of Pride for Synergy to try and market her album. Okay. That they're trying to use Pride to market her album. The same way they would try to use Christmas to market an insane Christmas album or a Star Wars holiday special. Although not exactly. Not exactly. The same in that there is controversy there, especially with presumably her base. And maybe even the people who supported her from the start. So it's not quite like a Valentine album or a or a Christmas album. It's yeah. like it's still it, very politically charged. Exactly. And Pride is a holiday. Pride's a national holiday now. At this point, we're mm-hmm. just accepting it. But it's still a politically charged holiday because for as big as the fucking parade is, for as many pride flags that td bank wants to put up on their windows Mm -hmm. i'm sorry but the justice administration or the justice department is trying to roll back lgbtq protections in job rights Mm -hmm. and housing rights Mm -hmm. and in adoption rights um trans service people are facing insane difficulties these are the people who have served our country, uh-huh. who have been willing to lay down their lives. And who want to continue to do that. Yeah. And are presumably pretty damn honorably, good at it. Honorably. Yeah. You know, and they want to dishonorably discharge these people. And by the way, when you get dishonorably discharged, you lose the right to any VA benefits for mental health or physical health. They're talking about dishonorable discharge? Yeah, it would be a dishonorable discharge. Jeez. So, like... It's fucked up. Yeah. It's very fucked up. Yeah. And so... So it is still risky. Yeah. It's riskier now to it's put still, out a gay song than it was during the Obama administration. It is a little bit, but on the other hand, I also wonder how much of this is because... How old is Taylor Swift? She's like 30 now at this mm. point, right? Yeah. yeah. 89, 89 was the year she was born. I know that because her album, 1989. Yeah. <laughs> Produced by Jack Antonoff, who lives in our neighborhood and goes to that one diner. <laughs> it all comes back. It's a big circle. Thanks for tuning in to Jack Antonoff Talk. <laughs> today, we'll be updating you on the weird new route he took to the subway today. Why'd you go a block west when you didn't need to, Jack? I'm also sorry. Jack I'm Antonoff sorry. I'm just... News. Okay, I just happen to know why... I just happen to know when Taylor Swift was born. She's 30 years old. I feel like people still view her as a very young woman. And so I feel like there is a little bit of condescension, hmm. whereas I, I think another art, any other artist might have could have gotten away with this a little bit more. Um, but because Taylor Swift is so big mm-hmm. and her demographic is younger, her, her demographic is younger. I feel like people are more willing to be like critical of her. So we've got that baseline ageism and sexism thing. Yeah. If teenage girls are injured, it must be inherently bad. So like Twilight or the Beatles. Yeah. If teenage girls like it. There's something I feel like very it's wrong. a little like that. Like I, I love Bikini Kill and Kathleen Hanna and all that shit. Kathleen Hanna is straight and she was doing songs about queer rights and no one was like, why are you singing this song about queer rights? You're not mm-hmm. queer, Kathleen. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, of course, it's different because there weren't that many people at her shows and it wasn't corporate. And I think that's the biggest issue. I think this ties oh. back into corporate stuff at Pride. Okay, okay. Nirvana was putting out corporate song. I mean, pro-queer st- stuff in their records. But the very corporateness of Nirvana is what made Kurt kill himself. Yeah. Also, his crippling drug addiction. Crippling, crippling, and, and mental, mental health, health issues. issues and, and Yeah. Undiagnosed you can just delete that whole Gastrointestinal thing. issues. No, yeah. there's, there's, okay. there's a lot going on there. So, okay. So we got a lot going on here. We have ageism and sexism. Mm-hmm. We have money, but we also have gay rights. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of going to play counterpoint here because I I don't listen to Taylor Swift's music. I, I, I don't. I don't particularly. You really liked uh, "Shake It Off." Yeah. Oh, that's her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I "Shake It Off" awesome song. The dogs like it too when I dance to it. <laughs> yes. So that's a good song. Um. So I'm guessing she's probably got a, a couple other really good catchy songs and a couple of duds and, you know, has a, a reasonably successful career. She's she's a name in the field. Um, she didn't have to take this risk, and she did. And the reason I want to give Taylor Swift the benefit of the doubt is because of the sexual assault case. Yeah. Where she sued that guy for a dollar. If you haven't heard of this, there's a link down below but she uh, was posing for a photograph with. Um, it's like a record company, a, a record company employee, or a radio or a, station. A, I think employee. it was a radio station employee yeah. or something like that. And he grabbed her ass. He, he he grabbed and held on while they were posing for the photo, and she had to keep smiling for the photo. And she was in a bad situation. And then they reported him to his radio station. He got fired. He sued her because he lost his job, and she countersued for one dollar, which is awesome, and she won. And the whole time, uh, there's there's really good uh, uh, transcript of the testimony. Mm-hmm. The whole time, they kept trying to say, are you mad at your bodyguard for not protecting you from this guy? And she's like, no, I'm mad at your client for grabbing my ass. And they're like, yeah. why are you moving closer to his, to his girlfriend? She's like, because at the time, his girlfriend was not grabbing my ass like your client was. And she did that because yeah. she could... And other yeah. girls needed to see Read that. this transcript because oh, it is so a great good. read. And I honestly had no real interest in Taylor Swift before this. But as soon as I read this whole thing, I was like, oh, my God, Taylor Swift's a badass. She's solidly in a win column yeah. for me. And so this is what I'm saying is I, I kind of want to lump uh, a, a gay song in with that because she didn't have to do that. She sued him for a dollar. Yeah. She did it because she knew there would be headlines and people would see what you are able to do and and because she had all this privilege exactly she she was able to do that because she knew other people couldn't exactly so yeah for her to do a gay song you're exactly right kathleen hannah could do the most incisive beautiful catchy amazing kick-ass pro-gay song and from a straight girl whatever i don't know i don't know if bikini kill could ever be considered beautiful or catchy but sure (laughs) Depends on the listener. Yes. But the point of the matter is, it's exactly like Mm -hmm. you're saying. There's not as many people coming to those shows. Yeah. So for that reason, I say yay to Madonna or Taylor Swift or Lady Gaga or Prince or any of the straight or I don't know what they are artists. Do it. Write songs. Go ahead. Yes. If they are able to absorb that risk... And they are willing to do that. I, you know what? Let them make the money think, off of it. And I think Go that's ahead. one of those things. I think the biggest criticism people have is that Taylor Swift is using pride 
not to come out and be pro-gay, but to... To center herself. No, just to promote her music. That she's using okay. pride um, to draw attention to her own commercial product, so to speak. Okay. Um, but so, like any commercial product, the market will have a demand for it or it won't. Um, yeah, but she's using like... pride in her marketing. Sure. But if she becomes the joke of pride, then that marketing's not going to last very long. If people don't like the song or don't like her approach or feels heavy-handed, it, it's not going to fly. I feel like Lady Gaga's song Born That Way was supposed to be a gay anthem. And, you know, it's it's okay. But it, it didn't it didn't take off like it was supposed to. Didn't it? I thought it was like mm. a gay anthem. I don't keep I mean, up with the gay anthems. Because we, we just need a stack of anthems no matter what. But it, it isn't. In the top ten, my musical taste. My musical taste does not tend to gay like, anthems. It does not tend to pop music. Right. I, I've tried to explain this to friends. I'm like, I don't listen to pop music. I don't listen to the radio. I don't really watch TV. I tend to get most of my. I, I have so much music. I love music, <laughs> but it's all like female fronted punk and indie bands, well, and, and maybe synth synth rock or synth pop. Let's make this personal. Yeah. Shirley Manson is a straight woman. Shirley Manson is a straight woman. You adore Shirley Manson. I do. And everything that they've ever touched or breathed on. Uh Uh-huh. And she has, she has unflagging, thorough, longstanding, hardcore support for the gay community. She has shown it and proved it. And uh, there are a lot of her songs that you identified with. Yeah. I mean, Garbage has had, Garbage has had, I mean, but like, take the song Queer. Okay, Off that's a garbage is self-titled. I was Queers hoping you would queer. come up with one. Has nothing to do with queer people. See, it, it sounds like it would though. It it, it seems like it. Mm-hmm. Um but again, that was written by three straight dudes. Correct. Um Off their third album, Cherry Lips Go Baby Go, like again, song about a trans woman. Oh wow. A trans woman that was made up by a cis woman, JT mm. Lee Roy, and mm-hmm. that whole thing, and again recorded by a bunch of straight people. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's and a little tricky. And they all made money off of those songs. And they all made money off those songs. And Cherry Lips was a single. It was used to market it. But the way I look at it is those straight people, those straight cis people who recorded that, mm-hmm. recorded those songs about queer subjects. They... I know that I know of their career yes. so much because I'm such a big fan that I happen to know that they are huge supporters of the community. Okay. And so that's the difference. Then. That's the difference. And so when it comes to Taylor Swift, I don't know a lot about about her politics. Okay. I know I know a little bit of what I've read, but Honestly, when it comes to her support of, the, of gay charities or things like that, mm-hmm. I think that's how you have to judge people is yes. not off this one song. Oh, of course Any not. song that Taylor Swift releases, she's probably one of the biggest performers in the world. Top 10, definitely, I sure. think. Yeah. Um, she has a huge marketing team around mm-hmm. her mm-hmm. and... Her record company has a huge marketing team. A Taylor Swift song and a Taylor Swift album are really are an investment Mm. That will make a lot of money mm-hmm. for the people who invest in it. Mm-hmm. And it's a commercial product. Mm-hmm. And it's a creative product, but it is a commercial product. And so there will be a lot of marketing. Mm-hmm. 
ultimately it comes down to, I think it is the same way TD Bank or Loft or any other company is going to have pride stuff up and mm-hmm. use pride to kind of market themselves. And we talked about that on our last episode. I think this is Universal Music Group mm-hmm. doing the same thing, you know, when it comes to Taylor. Mm-hmm. And I think you have to look at the artist's history. The artist's history okay, and what fair. the artist has really tried to do for the community. So you know for a fact that garbage and, and those artists were on board from the start before the gay community was a possibility. Yeah. And of, of a thing that could help them make money. So what you don't know is whether Taylor Swift has put in the time or shown actual support for the gay community before coming along and saying, here's a product I can sell you. Yeah. And okay. I think that's the thing. I, I think obviously the queer community is left-wing generally, and mm-hmm. I think left-wing people can be... It's tricky. Honestly, I'm surprised we've gotten to almost 150 episodes without seriously pissing someone off. Hmm. And, and and we honestly haven't, and I've been surprised. And, mm-hmm. and when we talked about our Philly wellness, um, Philadelphia trans wellness thing, and I talked about everyone being on eggshells because there can be so much infighting and, and, that and such. That you anticipated everyone being on eggshells and it yeah. turned out they weren't. It turned out they weren't. Yeah. And and I do feel like often in, in certain communities there can be very loud voices mm-hmm. and that includes the gay community, the LGBTQ community, um, who do tend to dominate things and who too do tend to be the holier than thou people. Sure. Um, and so I think... I don't know. This might have been two or three bloggers who just who who did this whole thing, and you know, it, the story got picked up because it's a good story. You know, oftentimes when we hear about things like there's going to be a boycott of this mm. female this female centered movie, and it's uh-huh. like it's like really one guy wrote a blog post about it, but it makes a good story. Yeah, and enough guys liked it. So yeah, and so it's but it's really not a boycott. It's not a seriously organized thing. It's just a, a few stupid guys, maybe like a hand, like a couple hundred doofuses, mm-hmm. and but it makes a really good story. Sure, and I I wonder if like this might be the same thing of if it's a few people um, with objections, and, it's, and yeah. it's a really and it makes a really good story. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's a it's a powerful celebrity screwing up. Mm-hmm. Um, ultimately, I don't know enough about Taylor Swift to really be able to say. And yet, here we are making a podcast about her. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> well, so in general, what what I think we're using what, Taylor Swift to market our podcast. <laughs> oh my god, we're the worst. <sighs> ah, I like Taylor Swift. I'm on the I'm on the wind side, even uh-huh. though I don't listen to her music. Um, but what it sounds like in conclusion is straight artists, cis artists are welcome. To use gayness or a feeling of being an outsider mm-hmm. or uh, uh, making a revolution or whatever theme they want to focus on, they are welcome to do that. They're welcome to make money off of that. Hopefully the artist's work doesn't suck, but we're going to need to see a reasonably solid history of support for gay causes LGBTQ causes across the board. Before that song comes out. Yeah. I think that's fair. I think you really have to show that you're, that you're willing to stand up and support this community. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. 
I don't know. I don't know if this is Universal Music Group and Taylor Swift going, ooh, we can make money off Pride. Right. Cha-ching. I don't know that this is Taylor Swift going, ooh, I can make Pride all about myself. Mm-hmm. This seems to me like a little bit of a clumsy attempt at a pro-gay, pro-queer, pro-Pride song. That sort of fumbled in the execution. That, to me, seems like what it is. Wait, did it fumble, or is that just the the things that you are reading that are sort of confirming? Let's well, admit, you're a li- you're a little biased coming in. No, no, no. I'm saying even if, even if, um, but the fact that there's all these stories dominating yeah. the headlines shows it fumbled. It, it, mm. it didn't get pulled, they didn't pull it off well. Oh, okay. And so I think... I think that's more what it is. I think rather than it being malicious of like, I I think Taylor Swift has shown, I think in her original post before the midterms, Mm -hmm. she specifically mentioned gay rights. Okay. And that, and that, and this is, and this is Taylor Swift writing to a bunch of young girls and a bunch of young girls, probably from Republican evangelical Christian homes. Mm -hmm. And she is writing to them and saying gay rights are important Mm -hmm. before the midterm elections. And that, that does matter. And I think, that shows that she does have this genuine support. And that she's yeah. willing and eager to use her unique position yeah. to forward things. I was not at the marketing meetings at Universal Music Group. I did miss I was, both of those meetings. I did. They were on my calendar, but I had a dentist appointment. I shit to do. Quite frankly, Taylor Swift is very demanding of our time. <laughs> no, so we weren't at those meetings. We don't know. But I don't know. So I don't know how nefarious it was. They might have sat down and gone, let's make some money off Pride. It is very possible because a number of companies have. Maybe Taylor was waiting for the right moment. And she said, look, I know we weren't up for this in the last couple of years, but this shit is taking off. Well, she would Let have, me do a gay song, She would please. have probably written this song six months ago. Mm-hmm. So it's possible oh, that least. they were like, well, if you're going to release it anyway, let's release it during Pride. Could be. I don't know. We but don't she would, know. Might, maybe she or her team had to convince yeah. the suits that this is a risk yeah. we could take. Well, it seems, I I think it seems like an attempt to be pro-gay that mm-hmm. sort of fumbled, stumbled, stumbled yeah. uh, versus like a nefarious thing. But ultimately, like we said, same thing about corporate stuff. Mm-hmm. If you are going to try to do this, show show that you really support this. Earn your and, and I also think... Take a fucking cue from punk rock and don't, don't skirt around it. Don't try I mean, to be cute about it. Just come out punk. and say what you mean. She's not a punk. The rock. song didn't feel like she said what she mean. It felt like she was trying to be. There's like a line that's like, "Don't get mad, get glad." And I'm like, I know that's you're a- referencing glad, like gay mm-hmm. lesbian alliance, but like it also is like a that. trash can commercial. <laughs> It just felt very bland to me. It felt okay. very much like it was trying to be pro-gay and anti-bigoted stuff and anti-Trump and stuff so without sort of, being... It was sort of bland. But without teeth. There were yeah. no teeth. That's what it felt like. It was okay. toothless. And so okay. ultimately, I think probably stumbled attempt maybe with good... Maybe with good intentions, or maybe it was just shitty marketing trying to make money off Pride. I don't know. I'd love to hear your opinion, quite frankly. Me too, you guys, because I I think it was probably a a sincere gesture that conveniently could make a lot of people a lot of money if we pull it off. Yeah. Uh, Faith 
thinks differently. <laughs> what do you guys think? You may yeah. have even heard the song. I'm going to go listen to it. I did hear that. the song. I listened to it. And there I'm are a bunch of, and I should listeners. say that there are a lot of queer artists and, and queer people. Laverne Cox, I think, is in the video. Oh, cool. And a few other people. And so, let us know. Are you a Taylor Swift fan? Do you know? Is she donating to Trevor Project? Mm-hmm. Is she going and doing songs for Trevor? You know, is she... Doing fundraisers for them. Yeah, that's what I'm curious about. Because honestly, I'll forgive someone for a clumsy, a clumsy rollout of a song that looks like she's trying to make money off queer people. Mm -hmm. If, if she's been like really good, but I don't know. So I would love to hear from y'all. Yes, yes. Let us know. Mm -hmm. And also, oh my God, it almost goes without saying, but obviously support queer artists. Yeah. If you need to do a little extra homework to find a really cool queer band, do it. If you are interested in visual art or media or whatever your your deal is, support or become queer artists. Because yeah. uh, your voices are important. Mm-hmm. Really important. And uh, yeah, thank y'all for listening. And I, I did want to do this thing about okay. our last episode. Yeah, Normally let's... we do this at the beginning, mm-hmm. but I we we forgot. <laughs> Forgive us. Um, our last episode was should pride include cops and corporations? Right. And so we got a really great comment from Emily Gray. And they write, two days ago, I marched in the Trans March in southern Alberta in Canada. We marched from the park to the city hall. When we got there, we had a couple of planned speakers, and then anybody who wanted to say a few words could, and then we had a moment of silence. The whole time, there were two police officers watching over the event. Our small city is surrounded by an enormous rural area that isn't friendly to the LGBTQ plus community. Mm. So a police presence is understandable. Mm-hmm. However, the entire entire time the march, entire time at the march, I couldn't get it out of my head. I'm only six months away from my 50th birthday. The year I was born, someone like me would have been arrested by someone like them for doing something like this. <laughs> so having them there not arresting me, but having that history brings up some pretty complicated feelings. And that's something we didn't, there's something we didn't address in our last episode very well. And mm-hmm. even like 10 minutes after we recorded it, I remember I turned to you and I was like, we didn't really talk about people feeling safe. Right. At, we talked about the history of police brutality, yeah. but we didn't talk about the modern issues of police and i do just want to say that yeah i think towards the and again we we laid out everything but i i just want to add that one extra tick to the column of of no cops is that i i think the fact that we we want lgbtq people of color to be safe and comfortable at Mm -hmm. pride Mm -hmm. and that they may not feel safe and comfortable if there's police there again we talked about all the reasons, but I just want to add that one other tick to that column because it is especially important because we owe the the gay rights movement in this country to people of color, mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. started it, yeah. and they were the workhorse. I don't want to say workhorses. They were the people who were doing the bulk of this work. And they started. They started the ball rolling. They they yeah. made it start. And can you imagine what they were up against? When yeah. They got it started. Literal cops literally mm-hmm. hurting you. Yeah. So. And so I, I do want to say that is an important point. Definitely. And 
maybe we'll address that in the future in another episode. But that's, yep, that's something I definitely forgot to say. Mm -hmm. And it is vitally important. And I can't believe we left it out. And we did get a few other really good, really well-informed comments of people disagreeing with us on that issue. And we can't wait to address those because there's a lot of, first, just really well-written, measured Mm-hmm. disagreements with our but we'll do we'll yeah. we'll mention a few of those yeah. but i just that was the email that kind of reminded me of it and uh we did get some we did get a lot of good comments mm-hmm. um a lot of people who disagreed with us very respectfully and 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 very in very well thought out ways yeah like really well informed mm-hmm. opinions but yeah like someone i just want to sit down and, and listen to so to our listeners who did write in thank you that is so so helpful and so insightful and we will address those in another episode and to those of you listening now who don't know what the heck we're talking about listen to last week's episode what's your problem don't you want to think about cops and corporations at pride and whether they belong there or not and then join the conversation we want to hear from you yeah. all right because you know what they say Play's gotta play, 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 play. (laughs) Yeah. That's your music snippet, because we don't know how to edit music. We love you guys so, so much. We love all of our listeners. Thank you for listening. Thank y'all. We We really appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week. And have a happy Pride. It's still ongoing. Happy Pride Month! Yay! Bye, everybody! Bye! enjoyed this episode and want to help us keep making more great content go to patreon.com forward slash gender rebels we have many different levels of support and lots of great rewards including drinks with the gender rebels at stonewall please leave a five-star review on itunes that makes it easier for other people to find us and send your questions to questions at gender or find us on twitter at the gender rebels music for the gender rebels is by jasper the colossal Follow the link down below or download them on iTunes today. And for all our episodes, visit genderrebels.com. Gender Rebels is a comeback sync production copyright 2019. All rights reserved. And to all you gender rebels out there, keep rebelling. Bye. Bye. We have Eli Brosnick, Eli Bosnick's favorite sex fiend. Eli Bosnick's favorite sex fiend yeah. is one of our patrons. That's that's the name we have. And I'm I, so glad that I, we've got Eli Bosnick's favorite sex fiend I, friend. I, oh my god! Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we'll delete that. We have Eli Bosnick's favorite sex friend. Eli Bosnick's favorite sex friend? Yes, indeed. That was the name they provided.